Welcome to the Mindful Personal Training Podcast with Dr. Clint Cepeda. Dr. Cepeda will discuss all the issues you face when losing weight, creating effective exercise design, and training with intensity. Dr. Cepeda is a health and exercise science researcher specializing in obesity, program design, and mindful behavioral changes. Be sure to stop by drclintcepeda.com for more information. And now, here is Dr. C. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Once again, we are in season two. Oh, we are so excited. Season one is a wrap, and it is time for season two. Continuing on with Mindful Personal Training, the podcast with Dr. Clint C. That's me, Dr. C, Clint Cepeda. I mean, if you didn't figure it out by now, but thank you for joining us. And we would like to take a very, very heartfelt thank you to Chicago, Illinois. Now, I I always like to give shout outs to the cities that I see who are downloading the podcast. And I know Chicago is a huge city. I love it. I visited uh, the city myself several times and just such a joy to be there. So whoever you are or whatever group is downloading the podcast from Chicago, we appreciate the Midwest love. So thank you so much. This week, we are looking at the dangers of inactivity. Now, this is such a broad general statement or general theme, but I want to try and break it down uh, enough to where it is applicable to everybody. And it is something that is relatable, but at the same time, not too overwhelming because the dangers of inactivity are numerous, but I'd like to just focus on three things. And of course, it's the obvious health problem, health problems. And of course, it's the obvious health problems that inactivity can give you. But also, not a lot of people talk about this, but the physical strain it has on the body. Now, it's obvious there's some aches and pains here and there, but when we talk about physical strain on the body because of inactivity, uh, let's see if you fall into some of these categories, if it does describe you. And then finally, mental health issues that are associated with physical inactivity. Now, it can, that can be an obvious connection, but let's see if we can delve a little bit deeper into some of the dangers of being physically inactive and how you perceive yourself and whatever mental uh, challenges you have. First off, let's look at the obvious health problems because of dangers of, in, of inactivity. Say that fast 10 times. Inactivity is just not moving and in a sedentary uh, position in a daily environment. So to break it down, if you don't exercise all day and all you're doing is going from work, dropping off the kids, coming home, eating, going to sleep and repeat the process, that is inactivity. Chasing around your kids does not count. Uh, Taking a walk from your car to your job does not count. Now, let's go back and define what activity is. It is a performed state that raises heart rate, stimulates the central nervous system, and promotes exercises uh, that stimulate muscle fibers and skeletal strength, right? Just moving around, exercise, (laughs) for lack of a better term. But continuing on, if you do not have any type of activity in your life, it shows. I have a buddy, and of course, uh, I'm not going to name him. And my buddy uh, fully, fully accepts that he is totally inactive. Now, granted, he's not morbidly obese. I'll give you, I'll give you that much. But a simple jog for 10 seconds. And I remember it distinctly. We were in the parking lot and we were trying to catch a bus. 
and it's a quick jog because we were trying to catch the bus and we didn't want to be left. I took off, right? Pretty easy. He took off. By the time we got on the bus to catch the bus to, for our next destination, he had to take a full breather, the full uh, time it took us, which is probably another 10, 15 minute bus ride. It took him that long to recover from a 10 second run. Now that is not a good ratio that the longer it took you, in this case, a 10, 15 minute ride on the bus versus a 10 second run uh, or even a jog, you've got some problems there. And I bring it up because he understands he is totally inactive. He sits down at work all day uh, and does work long hours in front of a computer screen. And he's been doing it for years. That's the thing. So can you imagine that 10 second run? You couldn't even become healthy to handle a 10 second run. And I, I mean, you know, he hears it from me all the time. And of course you can't change somebody who doesn't want to change. But I bring it up because it matters. And it's something as simple as trying to jog from the parking lot to catch a bus in 10 seconds. And it takes you just infinitely more amount of time to get the heart rate back down. That is saying something. And it's yelling and screaming at you, saying you're terribly out of shape. Among that, that's a pretty obvious health problem. But some other things, too, is that using your inactivity and trying to understand why you are not in your peak physical capacity, it is a direct relationship, association, and correlation. I mean, pretty simple, correct? But you would imagine that people would be more up in arms and trying to get into shape. It doesn't really happen that way, does it? It happens to some of those who are highly motivated when they are finally rock bottom and realizing that something has got to give. But for most people, it doesn't happen. And suffice to say that my buddy, once he ran the 10 seconds and he was out of breath and 10 to 15 minutes later, everything came back and everything's back to normal because it's that safety net, right? We're still okay. Yeah. 10 seconds. It was tough. Yeah. I'm breathing hard, but I, I eventually will come back down. My heart rate will be fine and it's going to be all right. But that's what happens. That's how you get caught in the trap of being inactive that, yeah, in the grand scheme of things, a 10 second jog doesn't happen every day, doesn't happen every year or whatever. But the fact that it happened that one time, I'll get over it. It's fine. But do you see the danger of that? Our bodies are built to run for more than 10 seconds. Our bodies are built to be physical machines that can handle stress, that can handle internal and external stresses, that can handle long distances. Our bodies are built for that. They were made for that. But if your body cannot handle a 10 second run, and I just use it as an example, of course, then they're saying you've broken down that body from a finely tuned machine to something that is built on sand and you're just waiting for something to happen. It is tough to see the obvious health problems because you don't have a microscope going into your internal organs and seeing what levels are working and what are not, what levels are high, which ones are low, taking a look at all your medical numbers, your biological stats. It's tough. So it may not seem obvious to you as far as a health problem, but it should seem obvious when you can hear yourself breathing because you're trying to gasp for air while you're having a conversation with your friends. It should seem obvious when you get assigned a CPAP machine because you are stopping your breath while you sleep. It should seem obvious that it is hard to tie your shoe. 
That's an obvious health problem because you can't bend over. It should seem obvious that you are trying to find the closest parking stall to whatever place you are shopping at because you know it hurts to walk. It also should seem obvious when everybody is trying to get up and go and getting ready to leave for work. You have to actually plan five or 10 minutes in advance because you walk slow. These are obvious health problems But because they are part of your everyday routine, you don't associate with it. If I say obvious health problems, people think instantaneous. Bone break, I see it. A cut, I'm bleeding. A medical test where the results are right there. Those are obvious health problems. I get that because it's instantaneous. But the obvious health problems that you have through your physical inactivity are things that happen to you every day that you don't associate. I mean, if you want to buy slip-on shoes because you can't bend over and tie your shoes, that is an obvious glaring problem of your health. If you are driving your car and you can never parallel park because you can't turn your neck or your waist because there's just too much there, then that is a problem. That is an obvious problem. But of course, that has to do with inactivity, but you don't associate those everyday problems with not being physically active. It's just like, oh, well, I just can't. You physically can't because of what's currently going on in your physical fitness, which is no activity. And that leads into the physical strain. It's okay to have little aches and pains here and there, especially after a workout or You know, as we age, things just happen. But if you've got physical pain every day and you're not exercising, that should light up the sky with red flags. Physical strain and pain should not happen in a normal day or a normal basis of how you conduct your life. For example, inactivity will create more bone breaks more instability and balance problems because the body is so fragile because you're not testing it. It's like having a foreign language and you're really good at it as a kid. And then maybe you come to America and now you speak English and then you start forgetting the dictation of how to speak a certain language that you grew up with because you're not around it. You're not testing it. You're not in it. So kind of the same is true when you're talking about exercise and being inactive. If you're not physically in a, in a exercise program, you're not testing your body. If we take you out of that physical program and don't test your body, well, what happens to the body after time? It will fail. The physical strain of being inactive is so obvious and to some people so painful on a daily basis that ibuprofen and aspirin are their friend and they would never tell you. Sitting down for long periods of time in an office chair or on the couch, it hurts for them to get up. The physical strain is there. The physical strain to walk upstairs in a two-story house, for those of you that live in a two-story house, it's hard. And you can see yourself grip the handles or the banister just to try to help you help you get up those stairs. And they're not high stairs if it's a two-story, simple two-story house or a townhouse. But that's not because it's a two-story house. It's because of the physical inactivity And that the body's not being tested and not being challenged. And it shows. Another physical strain is maybe when you are getting groceries and there's a whole bunch of groceries to carry and you can't. You physically can't. That is a strain. You can't bring in the gallon of milk and two boxes of cereal because it's too hard. It's heavy. Other physical strains where it's a little bit more obvious from behind. I've seen the gait of a person change. 
the soles of the outside of their shoes are so worn down that it's got to hurt the side of their feet and that no amount of gel insoles will take that take care of that. The physical strain of walking short distances and people complain that their knees hurt. When you're physically inactive, these are things that happen to people every day, every day, all day. They try not to move as little as possible because every movement creates a sensation of pain. The physical strain is real. I mean, you can really see the strain in somebody's face when they are physically inactive and they try something new for the first time. Try and see if you can observe if it does happen around you when you see somebody trying the treadmill or the elliptical for the first time and it's on level one. I mean, they are in pain on a level one and it doesn't take that long. Give them two minutes on a level one and they're in pain. The physical strain is so obvious and so telling it. You can feel that they want to quit already in their mind's eye. And that is so unfortunate. And that's just a small portion of what people go through who are physically inactive. And then finally, the mental health issues, the self-esteem issues, the past failures equal my present state of mind. When somebody is physically inactive, whether they're not severely obese or a little under over a little overweight mentally for them, can you imagine if that person used to be in tip top shape in high school and maybe in college and then life got in the way or they went through some traumatic experience and then next thing you know, they're overweight. Can you imagine how many times a day that they think back, I never used to be like this. Or they look back and say, I, 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 I'm better than this. A little depression should set in. Living in the past, looking at old pictures, avoiding people currently, not taking any pictures and posting it on social media because they're ashamed. Being physically inactive is related to your self-esteem. You can't tell me that you're not Especially, especially if you live live in warmer climates, that it doesn't have any type of mental bearing on you when you know you can't wear certain things that stay cool because it's just not visually appealing on your body. Then you turn around and you realize you can't afford to wear some of the things that you really want to wear because it's just not physically appealing not to other people, but to yourself. Mentally, that will get to you. That will get to you. And if you talk to anybody who has lost weight, one of the first things they do is they change their wardrobe and they try to wear some of the most revealing clothes because one, they deserve it. And two, they haven't done it in years. And three, Their self-confidence and their self-esteem has changed because they're physically active now. And yeah, that should be totally obvious as far as the relationship and association between being active and self-esteem. But you would be surprised that people are still depressed and have very low self-esteem knowing that they need to be more physically active. And the issues go way, way more than that, creating a false bravado that... 
I'm big and you have to love me for what I am. And you know what? By all means, go for it. But in those dark recesses of your mind, when you're alone, and it is physically painful to walk sometimes, your knee may be swollen. You can't move and you're living in a world where you're trying to be confident. It cannot happen through false bravado. Your mental health will go through several subtle changes as long as you are inactive. Some days you'll feel confident, some days you won't. Most days you won't. Some days you'll feel depressed, some days you won't. But at the same time, you're looking for external validation that being inactive and being out of shape is okay. And it's not. It never has and it never will be. No matter how you try to sugarcoat it. Now your physical activity is up to you. Your physical activity and the intensity is up to what you want to do in your physical fitness and your levels and your goals and where you're at in your life. But it sure beats being inactive and everything that is associated with that. There is nothing positive from being physically inactive. There's many more dangers to talk about. But I felt that these three themes were general enough and more relatable that it kind of covers everybody else. There's a, there's a whole bunch of different things of, of course, being dangerously physically inactive where it changes your complexion. It changes your mood swings, your outlook on life and your, the totality, not just your self-esteem, but just how you see people, how people see you. I mean, there's a lot of things going on when you're inactive and you're not moving around and exercising and running and jogging and walking, lifting weights, doing a class. Yeah, it takes a lot of effort to be active. I get that. But the rewards and the benefits are so vast and so numerous that why wouldn't you take a chance to try and get out of any type of depression, self-esteem challenges, health problems, and physical strain that you're putting on your body by not even trying The dangers of inactivity are vast and they're deeper than what we can get into in the podcast for this episode. But the first step is to be active some way, somehow, so that way you can understand that you're not stuck in this rut. That's going to do it this week for Mindful Personal Training with Dr. Clint Cepeda. That's me, Dr. C. We appreciate all the support. And if you have any more questions, please do not hesitate to drop us a line. Stop by www.drclintcepeda.com. Cepeda, C-E-P-E-D-A. That gets misspelled all the time. We'll see you next week. Take care. Remember, stay healthy, stay well, and stay fit. Dr. Clint Cepeda has a research background in health science and exercise sports science with a focus in obesity and mindfulness. The statements made in this podcast are for educational and motivational purposes only.